hey, welcome to Transform Pain to Power, the podcast about what it really takes to resolve pain and the simple, unconventional yet proven techniques to get you there most quickly. Listen in for high-level creative conversation to inspire you to engage with the life that you want in a body that you love. Well, hello and welcome to episode 23. How's it going, everybody? Today is part two of how to feel suppressed emotions. And welcome. I'm Molly Jager. I am the founder of Move to Nourish and I am the host of this podcast. So welcome. So good to have you here. This week, I actually already recorded this podcast yesterday and funny thing, it actually turned out to only have recorded like 15 seconds (laughs) somehow. So here I am again take two. And let me tell you, I was pretty frustrated when I found out because I was so pleased with the podcast yesterday. I really think that uh, it was great. And so I'm going to have to make another great one for you right now. And that's okay. I had my little pity party where I got upset and frustrated. There were a few tears And the wonderful thing about it is that having that access, or I shouldn't say access, it's more just like, it's okay to be upset. It doesn't mean that I did a bad job, that my life is over, that this feeling of being upset is going to stay. It doesn't mean anything. It just means that I'm having an emergence of this energy inside my body and I need to let it, you know, move instead of push it down and it's great because I can do that now with my emotions that come up in the immediate moment and what we're going to talk about today are emotions from the past that we didn't allow to move through us that because we didn't have the wherewithal or the awareness or the clarity of of ourselves in that moment to let the emotion flow and move that instead we suppress them and those emotions that have been suppressed never really go away until we allow space and time for that and the way to I'll I can get into the details of that more specifically but I think from a neurological perspective the way to think about it is that we develop patterns of suppression it's like when we learn how to suppress an uncomfortable emotion because we don't like it because it's scary because it's uncomfortable all the reasons that we uh, suppress emotion because we don't understand it uh, we develop a pattern of suppression that remains like we develop this sense that there is a danger present and then our nervous system does whatever it takes to get us away from that danger even though that danger is really just coming from a sensation within us and it's not an actual source of danger so that's what we're getting into we're gonna let we're gonna create space for those emotions to emerge. Now, if you didn't get a chance to listen to part one of this series, 
I highly encourage you to do that because I introduce how to create the conditions for you to access suppressed emotion. And today, I'm really going to get into the nitty gritty of what happens when you enter into that process and I'm going to get really specific. So you may even want to get a pen and paper so that you can write it down because when you are in the midst of the experience and feeling potentially overwhelmed by it and you're like, oh, this just sucks. I want to get away from it. If you have something written down that you can refer to, you can just pick up that piece of paper and be like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Because what I'm going to give you is something of, of several really specific things to focus on. And that's so important for your brain to have something to do with that experience, to have an action to take that you can um, tend to, where you can put your intention it's going to be a really good one today. And if you have already started this process from last week, uh, you might recognize some of the things that I'm going to talk about today. And this will help you move further in your progress with that. Also, if you started and you didn't follow through with it, that doesn't mean anything about what you can choose to do today. And in fact, you might feel with what I'm going to share with you today, a little bit more equipped to go through it. All right. Just before we dive into today's content, I want to let you know that I currently have space for five new clients, which is awesome. So if you are listening to these podcasts and you find them useful, you enjoy them, but you still feel stuck and like you're not getting as much progress as you would like to experience, having a coach might be the very thing to help you finally break through those barriers like nobody's business. So having a coach with you on your team who understands how the nervous system works, who is confident in your ability, who will show up for you and you whose sort of confidence you can borrow, you can lean on as you go through this process is huge. I facilitate a sustainable transformative process, which means simply that you, as you are rewiring your system, as you are moving and encountering those barriers and moving through them, you have complete awareness about how that's happening, right? There's no mystery. There's no, I don't get it. There's nothing like that because in order for it to be truly sustainable and lasting, you have to have that wherewithal built within you, in your consciousness, in your own mind. That is so key. Uh, I personally have a coach who I see once a week and I love my life so much more with my coach. He just ensures that I move forward continuously, right? There's no stalling in my progress. So my progress is so much quicker, so much more um, clear and ensured than when I'm just working on my own. So if that's something that you are interested in, then it's you. 
this is you. This place is yours to have. You can check out the show notes for some links or you can go to my website at www.movetonourish.com. That's move T-O, nourish. Or you can DM me on Facebook or you can just send me an email at molly at movetonourish.com and we can have a little conversation there. All right, let's get into it, shall we? Let's talk about what to do when you are encountering uh, the moment (laughs) of the emotion emerging, this big scary monster uh, called whatever, the sensation of the emotion called fear, called loneliness, called sadness, called rejection, all the things that come up. Let's talk about it. So when you begin this process, when you make the choice to start it, the first thing to acknowledge is that there is a reason why you have developed this habit. There's a reason for it. And the reason we don't have to think of as good or bad, it just is. There is a reason. There is a reaction. Something is happening. Yeah. Let me just take a pause to remind you that this is you're removing a habit or you, if you are someone who is already has a lot of restraints that you put on yourself, you might be removing a restraint, right? So you're playing with changing something in your life that you currently depend on or you lean on through difficult moments in a way that feels compulsive, that you no longer want, that it's not giving you nourishment, right? It's You can feel that it's allowing you to avoid something. So the... The habit is there for a reason, and and I kind of just spoke about it. It's allowing you the opportunity to avoid something. Now, the habit might have developed, or rather the pattern might have developed at a time when this was your nervous system's safety mechanism, when you were too young or in a situation where you couldn't clearly process that emotion because you didn't have enough information, you weren't confident enough or whatever, all kinds of reasons why your nervous system would have chosen to take care of you in this way. And this is what's really important, that you're working with a nervous system that has a wisdom that we want to respect and know that we don't have to judge ourselves in this process, right? Because there's there's something going on that is very very intelligent and we want to just acknowledge that from the get-go so because there is a reason part of your preparation is to simply know that it will be difficult in fact what you are doing is you're entering into new unknown territory as far as your nervous system is concerned right you're creating a new experience And often when this happens, when we're trying to make a change, our nervous system is like, whoa, 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 what are you talking about? (laughs) And any time we enter into new unfamiliar territory, it's going to be a little bit challenging. 
Yeah. So just knowing that from the beginning is super important. Now, how you meet that challenge is really going to make all the difference. So let's go right to it to kind of take apart the experience a little bit that you will have, the components of that experience that you may have in that moment, because this is important. So when you are in that moment, when you have the urge and it's the thing that you've chosen to, whatever it is that you've chosen to remove, let's say you're not going to eat a cookie, (laughs) just to make it really simple and clear. Um, in that moment, you will have a number of different things that happen. So first of all, you will have a feeling or a number of feelings, right? And in the terms of a sensation, so you will have emotions, you will have feelings in your body, you'll have a whole bunch of different sensations that emerge. Some of those might be feel more physical in nature, like you might feel hungry, that's a sensation. You might feel some tightening in your chest, that's a sensation. You might feel anger in your fingers or your shoulders or your brow. What is that sensation? So in that moment, that's one of the things that will happen. You are feeling a sensation in your body. You are experiencing a sensation in your body. And then you're going to have thoughts about those sensations. And again, normally these are happening on default and we're not really aware of our thoughts about our sensations. But here's where you can prepare yourself and have this clarity of mind and put intentional thoughts in place beforehand. Because normally what happens when we experience this is we think, oh, this is bad because the sensations generally are not pleasant to experience. They're uncomfortable, right? And usually when we're uncomfortable, we try to get comfortable. So the thoughts that you have about that experience are going to, on def- if they're on default mode, they're going to steer you in the direction of doing whatever you would normally do, right? To get that chemical in your system or to do the activity that creates that chemical reaction in your system that your body is used to. And that's just normal operations, is daily operations of the nervous system. That's all that is. But normally when we enter into the process of changing a habit, the way that we think about it ahead of time is that we think it's going to be hard, that it's going to suck, that we're going to hate it, that we're going to have to fight the urge, that we're going to have to fight for what it is that we want, you know? So we already set ourselves up to go into war with ourselves. And here's where I'm going to introduce something very novel for you to experiment with. What if instead of thinking about it as something that you have to battle for, you think about it as something that is good for you, 
So when you experience those uncomfortable sensations, instead of, eek, I need to run away, you think, oh, this is good. This is exactly what I want. This is useful for me. This is, wow, so productive right now. I can't believe. And then the higher pitch it gets, like the more strong it gets, just the more you come back with that reinforcing um, content for yourself, those thoughts that remind you that this is good, this is valuable, this is going to help me move forward and feel the sensations in that context so that you shift your perspective and therefore your experience of those sensations. Yeah? So see the difference. So take that and find a way to anchor in for yourself some self-talk that helps you to make this real for yourself, to bring it alive inside your own mind and your own body. And, you know, people talk about this in terms of what is your why? And what I would say to that is, yeah, that's nice, but really it's like what is actually happening in the moment so that you're present in the moment of the shit and you're not thinking about something in the future, but you're thinking about why this is good right now and how this is useful to me right now. I find that looking only into the future isn't enough. Like there's too much of a disconnect for me and I've never been able to succeed only having some future goal. I need something for myself to connect to in the immediate moment. So what is the perspective of the thoughts that you're having about the sensations? Okay, that's another component. So we did number one was the sensations themselves. And there could be a number of different sensations. Those come in waves and one comes and another comes and there might be multiples happening at the same time, but they will come in waves. And then the thoughts that you have about it. And then the third and final part are just your reactive thoughts. These are the thoughts that you cannot control, no matter what, (laughs) no matter how much you'd like to think all wonderful thoughts, it just not going to happen, okay? You will have all kinds of thoughts. And these are the thoughts that emerge out of the emotions. And remember, your nervous system is going to do everything that it can to try and get you to do the old thing, whatever that action is, to eat the cookie. Because it is convinced that it needs it, right? That part of your nervous system that's operating on default is going to be like super duper convinced that that's absolutely necessary. It's life or death right now, (laughs) right? And so in that moment, your reactive thoughts might just want to shit on you. And when I say shit on you, I mean shit on you. They might come up with all kinds of nasty about you, about people in your life, about your past, about blah, 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 everything. I don't know. 
maybe you won't have this experience. Maybe you'll just be in the, this is amazing and I love myself. (laughs) If you are, great. I'm so happy for you. But if you aren't, great. I'm so happy for you. If you are able to be present with your brain and a part of your brain wants to dump all that crap on you and you're just like still present, still present, still present and not succumbing to all of that nasty, you are in an amazingly powerful place. Super powerful and uh, super good for your system to process through that. So those are the three things that you may want to be aware of in that moment, the kind of components that are going to be a part of that moment. And of course, on top of that, you have all of your other sensations that are still available to you at the moment. You know, your sight, you can still see, you can still hear, and you can tap into those different sensations to help you through the process that are of the body, of the moment, yeah? And have these tools available to you so that you can utilize, right? So you can utilize these specific um, points of attention for yourself. Oh, this is happening, that's happening, that's happening. Yeah, I'm having all these things happening right now. Okay, are you ready? We're going to do a little bit more. So I told you to get a pen and paper. (laughs) We were going to go through a lot of things. And here's the kind of, here's a kind of uh, five, six step thing for you to move through to help you make this process successful, right? To make sure that you do it. And by the way, I just want to say that if you do it and you quote unquote fail, that that doesn't matter. Like it really, really doesn't matter. All you have to do is take a pause and regroup and decide, is this something that you want to try again? Why? What happened? Maybe the thing that you chose was a little bit too vague. For me, once I... uh, Well, I have been working on certain activity on my phone, but that's been really challenging because the, the, that boundary around it is very vague because you use your phone for all kinds of things. So I simply need to go back and redefine and recommit and reconnect to what it is that I'm aiming for, why, and prepare myself, right? So you might find that happening for you and all of that is totally fine. Trust the process, trust your nervous system to take care of you because that is its ultimate aim, okay? You want to be on board with your nervous system, not against it. So once you decide, this is the first thing, right? You decide, you make the choice. And again, here is something different. Are you ready? Because I'm going to introduce something different than how people would normally go through this process and enter into it. So pay attention, get your pen and paper, (laughs) get ready to take notes. What you want to do is you want to accept the choice that you've made and then to accept your resistance to the choice that you've made. Because you're going to have resistance, right? And it may come in multiple different forms. 
it may come in not really knowing if it's the right choice and you may waffle. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do that. Maybe it's not the right one, right? You might have resistance in the, in the sense of just really not wanting to do it, right? Of really hating your choice. All kinds of things might come up and all flavors of resistance. So what you want to do is to, here's the thing, accept the choice and accept the resistance. Normally, people feel like they can't accept the resistance. They deny the the reality of the resistance because it feels like if I allow for the resistance, I won't do it. And that is the battle that you don't want to enter into, the war with yourself. You cannot alter your experience, your default experience by pushing it away. You have to let it flow, move. And the way to do that is to accept what is, right? So you accept your resistance in all its forms. And you say, oh, there it is. I really don't want to do that. (laughs) And that's okay. I'm still going to try. I'm still going to try. And then you prepare yourself, prepare your time. So if you are going to stop eating cookies, then your friend calls you up and says, hey, I'm having a cookie party this Saturday. Do you want to come? And you're like, oh, that sounds fun. I'd really love to go and hang out with those people. Maybe I should go because, well, no, you don't go. You don't go to a cookie party when you're trying to stop eating cookies. (laughs) Instead, you say, hey, can we do something else? Like, I'd love to see you. Let's do something else, maybe on another day. And you work around that. And also, because what's going to happen is that you may choose, you may want to choose something that you know that you can be in a time and place the first few times where you have space to sit and process, right? You might need to be still and to breathe through the process. So, if it's something that is going to be happen when you're out and about and you're going to be around a bunch of people, then you need to prepare yourself for that in a different way. So just get really clear, like, when is this going to show up for me? And how am I going to handle the obstacles that are going to be present? Yeah, so that you, you are caught off guard as little as possible about the things that you can foresee. And of course, there's going to be things that you can't foresee, which is why you want to deal with all the things that you can first. Okay, so you accept the choice you make, you accept your resistance to that choice, and then you prepare, right? And then you act on it. You act on the choice. So when the moment comes and the urge comes or the moment comes when you would normally do the thing, that you're removing, you have the urge, but you take a different action. So again, here is something different that I want to share. Listen up, turn your ears on. (laughs) Are your ears on? Because in the moment you act, you take a different action. And at the same time, you must accept the urge. So you accept the resistance and you accept the urge when it comes. You open up to the urge and to feeling the urge. You need to pass through the urge in order to get to the underlying 
things that you're avoiding. So the urge comes first and you need to feel the urge. Don't fight the urge. Don't go into a battle with yourself in this moment. Don't run around getting busy doing all the things. Instead, accept the urge. Now, there's a really actually a simple action that you can do that will help you to accept the urge. You ready? You can breathe. Normally, when we're holding our breath, we are suppressing movement, right? Our body wants to breathe to help facilitate the movement of that urge so that it doesn't get stuck tight inside you breathe 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 deeply breathe all the way down your spine and all the way back up all the way into your lower abdomen all throughout your whole uh, lungs the sides of your lungs, the back of your lungs, fill your body with breath. Let the breath out. You inhale, you exhale. You inhale, you exhale fully. You breathe, right? No matter what you're doing, whether you're alone or with people, you can always breathe. (laughs) I promise Unless you're swimming and you have to dip down underwater for a moment, (laughs) you can always breathe, all right? That is your ultimate tool and it will help you hugely. So it is an act that you can take. It is an action that will help you process that urge and whatever other sensations arise for you breathe. So this is something that you can focus your mind on. Don't focus your mind on it to the point where you are not aware of the other things, right? You still want to be aware of all the other stuff as much as you can. And here's the other thing that will help you. This is the other thing. And then this is the last thing. So (laughs) it's a lot, but I want to make sure that you have everything to when you feel the urge Find out about it. What is going on in the moment when you experience the urge and all the sensations? And here's what will help you. Look at it. And where is it in your body? What does it feel like? Can you describe it? Can you kind of bring it into language for yourself a little bit? Get really clear about its boundaries. Where is it? And... How strong is it? I want you to literally rate it on a scale of 0 to 10. 0 being non-existent, 10 being the max. So you really identify it for yourself. So it's not just some vague amorphous thing that's like threatening to overwhelm you. No, you get really clear on what it is inside your body, in that present moment that you're experiencing. And watch, it won't stay at a 10. It will move. Just watch it move. Witness, observe, right? Observe and breathe. So that is a very specific tool that you can use to focus your attention in that moment. Your mind will thank you 
for having something to pay attention to that is simple and that is clear, right? So you want to look at the sensations, describe them to yourself, identify them, rate how strong they are, and breathe. Breathe through it. So the action that you take in that moment is more of a mental action. It's not something that you do with your hands, your arms, your legs. It's something that you do with your intention. And it takes energy. It takes energy. Now what happens is your body is accustomed to receiving that energy from an outside source. Either something that you put into your body or something that you do to create that chemical reaction in your body, in your physiology. Your body is accustomed to having that energy from elsewhere. And you are shifting what happens to that energy. And so you have to go through that process internally where your physiology gets the option to create something new. And what you will find is through that experience, your physiology will support you and the energy will evolve with a different expression, both in terms of chemically, in terms of your physiology, and also in terms of quantum physics and your biology on a molecular, cellular level. And you will experience that expression, that novel expression of energy within you. And it is a wonderful and a wonderfully powerful transformation of energy. And in that experience, your neural patterns will start to rewire around that specific pattern. It will offer new information and your nervous system will be like, wow, what's that? (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) And little by little, you will move in a direction. All right. I am so excited for you to go through this process and to have this experience. It's been a really transformative one for me and entirely changed certain things that I thought about myself for years that I never considered or realized could be different. And here I am at 42, realizing that, hey, that fact about myself is really not a fact after all. (laughs) It was just an idea that I used to have. And I'm so excited for you to go through this process as well, because I think what you'll find is that What gets catalyzed in your system is very powerful fuel indeed. And I love the idea of you waking up to your power. Have a wonderful week. I'll speak to you soon. Thanks for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review or a comment. And if you enjoy this podcast in general, think about what it would be like to have me on your personal team and supporting you weekly 
getting into the nitty gritty, clearing the clutter and breaking through blocks like nobody's business. If you feel stuck, if you're trying hard, if you're doing all the work and you still feel stuck, then that is a sign that having another brain coming in to support you could help you finally break through those barriers that you've been struggling behind for so long. I have a coach in my life that I see weekly and I love my life so much more with my coach. The amount of progression that you can make is so much greater. The kind of transformation that I facilitate is progressive, it's sustainable, and it is completely accessible to anyone who is eager. And even if you don't think that you're ready, if you're eager and you have the desire, it could still be accessible for you. So if that sounds like something that you're excited about and you're just sitting there like, oh my gosh, that would be amazing, then reach out to me. You can book a call with me by clicking on the link in the show notes of this episode, or there is a link on my website to reach out to me at www.movetonourish.com, or you can just send me an email at molly at movetonourish.com. So there are a number of different ways you can reach out to me. Choose whatever is the most comfortable for you. I can't wait to hear from you. I want to connect with you and I want to support you to get the result that you want. Until then, have a wonderful week.